Ho, ho, ho. It is the Christmas episode. I make it weird noises. Nikki rolls her eyes. At me when I do this. <laughs> it's too bad that that can't be shared over the podcast. I know. Last year we did have Santa on the Christmas episode. Remember that? We had Santa. Yeah, we, I do we remember made, that. Made Christmas dreams come true. That was fun. That was fun. And then the year before that, we, we made our Christmas dreams come true by going to uh, Frank and Muth. Right. Was that the year before? Yes, yeah. I think so. This year. This year we get into uh, the history and of poinsettias, the Christmas plant. It's really actually a weed, I think. It turns out it's a weed, but it's very pretty, and it is the Christmas weed, the Christmas plant. And we talked to <laughs> the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we talked to My favorite part of the season. It's Christmas weed. Yes, a a thirty five year horticulturist, Roger McGaughy, who has grown poinsettias uh, throughout his career and is quite the expert on the subject. And so that's what we're going to do. It's the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Yep, I got it all. We got it. So you're, what do you want to do now? Was why don't we do this at the beginning of the Kurt episode? Okay. We'll put get Kurt put Kurt to bed. Nighty night, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. That was incredibly creepy. <laughs> Welcome to Cold Oatmeal, a podcast by the Rush Strategies team about PR and public affairs. Really. I was distracted staring at Joe's cold oatmeal. Yeah, well, it's here. He's got it on his desk. It's always here. It's always here. And by the way, the the ratio of like fruit to disgusting is like one to ten. It's got some disgusting stuff and some fruit. Yeah, there's like nothing disgusting. One part fruit. What's, what, what in there is disgusting? I don't even know what's in it, but it, it looks like cucumber mash and maybe a couple of chopped apples. Did you have Burger King for breakfast? What was your... Say that! <laughs> okay, welcome back. This is Matt Resch of the Resch Strategies team. This is our Christmas episode. We had our Thanksgiving episode with my good buddy Ben last time. Now we're into Christmas. This is good times. I'm planning for, for New Year's. I promise not to make anybody cry on this episode. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, thanks for yeah. that. Um, yeah, Ben actually did. We did have a, a tear shed. Our first, our first tear shed on on the podcast. At least for those who are participating. Did someone else cry? Yeah, we made Tim Scubit cry. That's right, oh. Ben Bakken and Tim Scubit. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Anyway, this is Matt Resch of Resch Strategies. We are a public affairs and a public relations firm. In where are we? <laughs> You'd think after 1,700 episodes, I would have this down. We are headquartered in downtown Lansing, Michigan, in the Naps building. Uh, you can find us at www.reststrategies.com. It's our website where all our, our podcasts are hosted. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Resh Strategies. And the podcast has a little, uh, little uh, Twitter account itself, at Cold Oatmeal Pod. So before I get too much into this, go around the room, introduce ourselves. We're missing our good friends. Uh, Stephanie and Laura, but to my left, Nikki O'Mara, Nick DeLewis here, Anna Heaton, Carla Buell, Joe Bashi. So it is our, our holiday episode. It's, it's a shame that Laura is not here because I wanted to uh, wish her a happy Chinooka. Mm-hmm. Have you, have, did you have, have you guys seen the, uh, you know, what I'm talking about yeah. the happy Chinooka. That was, that was from last year, right? Was that last year? Yeah, I think so. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I don't I thought, No. <clears throat> I know about Chrismica. Chrismica. So right it, everyone should do themselves a favor and go on to YouTube and Instagram and um, look up Smokey Robinson and Hanukkah. Okay. Because there is this hilarious video, a cameo that um, some kids <laughs> got and they asked Smokey Robinson to call in 
for I think their dad because their dad grew up across the street from Smokey Robinson in Detroit. And Smokey gets on there and he goes, Hey, it's nice. To, I hear my, your kids asked me to do this. And I grew up across the street from you in, in Detroit. And anyway, they want me to call and say, happy Chinooka. And so, <laughs> so happy Chinooka to you. And then he goes, I don't even know what Chinooka is, but I wish you a happy Chinooka. Oh, yes. that's funny. That I got fun. it. Nice. Good times. Anyway, so check that out. Smokey's right. a good guy. He is. Yeah. He then he went. He was then called out, and he's like, oh, "Of course, I know what Hanukkah is." And I just looked at I the just word. Don't know how to read. <laughs> I just saw it. The word, <laughs> the word just didn't look familiar when I when I looked at it. But anyway, so it is our holiday episode, and we are going to talk poinsettias. Uh, and Roger McGahey is a uh, father of a friend of ours uh, here in, in town, Matt McGahey. Uh, his dad has been a horticulturist, horticulturist for 35 years. He's now retired, but um, has grown poinsettias a lot, has grown a lot of them, and knows a lot about plants and poinsettias, and we're going to talk to him about that right now. Carly looks, Carly looks on the edge of her chair, ready to go. I am. Okay. Can't wait. Roger McGahey. So, Roger McGahey, thanks so much for being our guest on the Christmas episode of the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Hey, you're welcome. So, I wanted to get in. You know, we've poinsettias. Oh, actually, before we get too far into this, we've had a bit of a debate before we uh, yeah. called you. In your expert horticulturist opinion, and we're going to get, we'll let you walk through your career and your your bona fides here in, in a second. But how do you say poinsettia? Or what is the correct pronunciation? Because we are we're a split group here. The Irish pronunciation and the correct pronunciation is poinsettia. Poinsettia. So it's not poinsettia. Well, in Michigan, we say poinsettia because we say everything <laughs> yeah, very fast. I don't have time for that. <laughs> Although Roger grew these plants in Michigan and he still says the poinsettia. <laughs> Where poinsettia is always something that, I mean, this, obviously you, you grow what's seasonal, right? And some you know you were telling me before easter lilies for easter poinsettias for christmas yep. what it, yep how much how much what goes into what goes into growing a poinsettia like when do you have to start a crop a poinsettia crop to get it ready for christmas yeah i thought you might ask me that it's um it's a long term exercise i mean it's not like um it's not like br- baking bread i mean um you you need obviously a, a recipe, um, good horticultural techniques, but a lot of these, a lot of these crops, which maybe people don't appreciate, are long-term processes. Um, a, cu- a cutting um, is planted in August, ish, for in in the greenhouse for a crop that is ready for sale for consumer uh, consumption in december so you know you're talking about nearly half a year if you if you want to go to the extent of producing your own cuttings you have to start growing the cutting material the plants to it to obtain the cuttings from in february or march um, that's a real long-term exercise um, we've done i've done that um, on a couple of on a, in a couple of seasons, but uh, it takes up a lot of space, a lot of time, and at the end of the day, um, because of light conditions in the greenhouse here, um, it's cheaper and better to 
to buy in a quality cutting from an offshore producer. Poinsettias are traditionally, they've now become the traditional plant of Christmas. National Poinsettia Day is celebrated on the 12th of, 12th of December. I got um, that right here. I, maybe, I printed out some, some poinsettia facts. <laughs> it's coming up. December 12th. Maybe, maybe, maybe even you're going to put this, this um, podcast out, Matt, on the 12th of December. Who well, knows? I, yeah, well, we're putting it out on, in, uh, before that just to prep so people can get excited and get ready. Yeah. yeah. We, we okay. expect sales of poinsettias to skyrocket. By at least area. 50. Yes. So I, I read... <laughs> I read that that a point said it can grow to be 12, 15, 10 to 15 feet. Have you ever seen one that big? 15 feet. So it's so the internet said so. It's a tree. Have you ever seen yep. one that big? Um, only only in photographs. Well, I mean these these things grow these things grow naturally in the w- wilderness in Mexico. Imagine oh. how many cats um, could die eating a plant that big. <laughs> yeah. You could take care of the whole house for me. No. So, <laughs> oh they're, they're really I mean, they, they, if, you, if you snap a, a, a branch off a poinsettia, you'll get a sort of milky solution, sort of um, lactose out of it. But um, they're really not poisonous. Another, read, another, when I was looking this up, I read this <laughs> hilarious. It, it was that thing. It was a, the fact that said, no, uh, poinsettias are not poisonous. And it said a child could eat 500 leaves before feeling sick. <laughs> Like, let's, let's test How do that. they know that? Let's <laughs> test that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But, um, you know, it, it's people, people tend to exemplify stuff and sort of make, make it sound sort of really, really bad. I mean, there, there are some plants. Be careful with your house plants. One of the Diefenbachia is a green, is a green house plant, and it actually can cause people to have eye irritation and mouth and tongue irritation. Um, but I mean, I, I know, I know back in England, one or two of the employees uh, in our propagation department, they could not work. They could not handle a, a Diefenbachia cutting at all because they would come up with this, this sort of mouth and, and eye irritation. It was just, just one of those things. But Poinsettias, let's dispel the, the myth. Poinsettias are not at all poisonous. They're not dangerous. Um, yeah, I mean, if, okay. if, so if you eat too much toast, you're going to get sick too. Yeah. <laughs> so we're making some news here on the colon. You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. Poinsettias are not toxic. They're not dangerous. Is there a plant that you, from beginning to end of process, you find to be the most satisfying to grow? Well, um, yeah, I mean, I used I used to detest growing poinsettias. They they were a real challenge. Um, that, that was until they declared poinsettia day on December twelfth, and then you decided to sell, to celebrate the poinsettia. <laughs> that, no, it was it, it it was for other reasons. <laughs> um, one of one of my um, enjoyable successes over the last number of years, to be perfectly honest, was. Um, in the last decade of my sort of growing career, I'm now pretty much retired. I do a little bit of consulting work, but in 2009, 10, um, I got introduced to the biological concept of growing. And by that, I mean trying to get away from pesticides, chemicals to a, to a large extent, 
um, and using good good bugs, good um, fungi to prevent diseases and to kill kill pests. Poinsettias, like anything else, are a very sensitive crop to bad root systems. And getting up, I mean, I've been known in my career as um, Mr. White Roots because I I very much adhere to the theory that if you don't have a good root system, you can't grow a plant. Basically, if you can, if you've got a good root system, you can grow anything. You just have to modify the environment, and all these all these plants that you see that um, you've got in your home or that are produced in you can buy in the store or whatever. They're all they're all uh, plants in the wild. They're all maybe to some extent like the poinsettia was thought of originally um, was was a weed. Um, and weeds tend to grow where nothing else can grow, or even in spite of other, you know, climate conditions. So yes, poinsettia trees can be 12, 14 feet high. Um, that's that's in their natural habitat. But you've got to have controlled environment to grow to grow any crop. So in answer to your question, um, a favorite crop. Favorite is a sort of an interesting word to some extent. It, it's all, all of these things, life is a challenge. Um, you've, got to, you've got to face these challenges and being successful means you've overcome the adversity. Growing poinsettias was a big, big challenge for, it still is a challenge for a lot of people. But if you why is it so Why right, is it so hard? Well, because they're they're subject to root disorders not being too technical but there's a disease called pythium which is a sort of water type of disease that gets to the roots of poinsettias and if you don't have a root system like i said before you can't you can't grow anything pythium is so, not good for cats to get your pythium's not good for anything. No, pythium, pythium hates Christmas. Right? <clears throat> yeah, what 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 a lot of people do and um, a lot of people don't do is they don't pay enough attention to the root system of 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 any plant. I've been told off in my in my life by my ever loving wife that um, you shouldn't take the root off of you shouldn't take the pot off a, of a plant in a store to check the root system before you buy it. Um, well, no, you don't, you don't go around and do that sort of every time. But as my interest um, escalates sometimes around the stores in Christmas, when maybe nobody's looking, I will, I will check the root system of, of the plants that are there just to see sort of how good they are. People frown upon that. Um, the people in in stores that sell flowers, they don't like you looking at the roots. Well, um, I've never I've never actually approached them and discussed it with them. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but no one's ever stopped you. Like, hello, sir, please stop looking at my plant's roots. 
No, no. Um, you know, you, you sort of do it a little bit sort of surreptitiously, but... Um, <laughs> Got it. Sneak it or sneak, Got a sneak a root check. Sneak a root check. But when you, I mean, the, the, the easiest, easiest and 100% way of killing any plant, or particularly a poinsettia, is to overwater it. Mm-hmm. By over by overwatering it, you uh, make it devoid of oxygen, and um, you cause these diseases to pythium to some extent in the greenhouse or in soils and so on is is basically everywhere. It's all a question like like everything else in life. It's it's getting the balance right, and if you've got enough good guys to defeat the bad guys, then you know, it works. It's with, if you've got good fungi and there's a material that you can buy over the internet or whatever um, called Root Shield wettable powder, Root Shield Plus, and it's a good fungi and you can water it onto your plants and it basically helps protect the root systems. So I used to have a hard time Growing poinsettias because you would the the regulation uh, the regular exercise was to um, you drench them with a certain number of fungicides after so many weeks of growth and so on and so forth basically to prevent these diseases happening and then you you live on tender hooks every day because you want to make sure that the root system is good enough to make the plants grow to a cert- to you know to a certain program stage that the best time I, I used to find for checking out a poinsettia crop was late in the evening because the highlight of the day was over and um, the plant was not under so much stress so you maybe couldn't tell where the problems were without looking at the root system of every pot and you don't do that in the greenhouse but once we started once we started using this root shield instead of regular fungicides, chemical fungicides, life for me in the greenhouse was a lot more exciting. I've grown poinsettias for about 35 years o- overall, and only for the last sort of five or six of those did I feel I was on, on the winning track. <laughs> because if you do the right thing at the right time, you can get a good root system and you can and and you can produce produce the plant and then you don't have to worry about the plant sort of um dying on you in the greenhouse before you sell it to the customer so once you sell it to the customer i mean are you okay i guess i have two questions one i get a poinsettia and i have it for christmas time and then can i keep it all year could i could i keep that thing and have it grow and just you know keep the same two plants every year or is that not an option not well if you if you're um and no disrespect to your quali- to your i have zero qualifications, qualifications. <laughs> your experience or your technique um but the best the best thing to do for everybody's sake your yours for enjoyment and for the greenhouse grower for the second is to go and buy another one next year okay mm-hmm. um yes that was a very I mean, polite way of saying don't even try. Don't try, Nikki. <laughs> don't even try. It has it has been tried and it can be successful, but um, some of the results are probably not what you would like. You might you might act, 
Poinsettias are a short day plant. They they flower when the night is longer than the day, okay. which hmm. means it's a day plant. So, so outside so outside of their natural habitat, they're not really they're not really grown to be they're they're grown to be a, a seasonal a Christmas thing. Correct, correct. Uh, I mean they they the the the, the color changes in. Remember, remember, we said we started in August with with a rooted cutting or a cutting you get in and you root it, you plant it into a pot, you grow it on a little bit and then you pinch it to make sure that it it breaks and gets the required number of shoots in. You go go through the process of checking its growth and making sure that you hold to the right temperatures and so on and so forth. And in early October. The color, the colors start to change. So the days are getting shorter, and the plant is responding to that that quantity of light, and they begin to go red. Or red is their tradi- traditional color. There are there are other colors, mainly whites and pinks, but some sort of two tones and so on. And we can get on to different colors of poinsettias sort of shortly, but the, the 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 plant begins to change its color. Uh, it it begins to form what what are known as the bracts, and the bracts are sort of really very sort of thin and very sensitive. Even when you're doing tissue analysis of bracts, it's hard to find out what elements and so on that that are actually sort of in there. But like like a lot of us. For our bone structure and all the rest of it, uh, they need a lot of calcium. And calcium, we do calcium sprays in the greenhouse to help prevent um, what what is known as bracked edge burn. So if you go into a store and buy a buy a poinsettia or see poinsettias with brown edges on their red bracts, don't buy it because it's not good. Um, they need to be they need to be good and clean and red and fresh all the way across the the, the, the head of the red of, of the plant. So how many how many poinsettia plants will will Roger and, and Ellen McGahi have in their house during a Christmas season? <laughs> um, not sure is the answer to that one. Used it used used to be a lot. Um, because I got more direct access to them and I would sort of try things out. But we will have one or two, but not over an overabundance because where we're living at the moment, there isn't really room. But if every, if every, if every house, apartment or otherwise in the country would buy a poinsettia, the supply would be inadequate. There's a nursery down in North Carolina uh, Metrolina, that gr- they've got about 150 acres of greenhouses, and most of those are full with poinsettias for Christmas. So you can imagine the the shipping nightmare that that is involved in getting those out to the stores. I mean, they've got a hundred odd trucks, semi trucks that go out every day for two weeks prior to Christmas just to get rid of these things. So there's a, there's a lot of poinsettias produced, but hopefully the people that have them 
had success. Um, but to answer the question a moment ago, yeah, you can keep it. You look after the roots, uh, the bracts will sort of fall off. It will look sort of pretty horrible, February, March, April. Um, it'll be green. But then you have to grow it properly. You have to fertilize it properly. You have to cover it with a black black bag or put it in a dark cupboard. Oh, wow. Um, a- September. This is not <laughs> happening in my house. <laughs> right? September, <laughs> October. Um, and you got to do that every day for every day, every night for 13 hours oh for oh four God. or five weeks. Nikki, just buy but another then, one. Just buy another I, one next year. I know that's too much work. I um, I will go. I will support the local greenhouse around yeah. me, and I will purchase. Them Imagine what here. the poor poor blonde Sadia thinks when you walk up to him with a black plastic bag and put it over his head, <laughs> stick him in the corner. This is for your own good. Yeah, you'll, you'll appreciate it. Well, Roger, I appreciate you taking the time to walk us through this, uh, the science and the, of of poinsettias at this this Christmas time. This was this is fascinating stuff. I had no idea. Thank you very much. Okay. And um, go, go, go color red. You know, the red devils, Manchester United. We'll, uh, go we'll be victorious at the end of the day. <laughs> there we go. Great talking to you. We'll talk to you later. You don't have to be a Santa Claus. When Christmas comes around But if you would be a Santa Claus You'd know the joy he's found Okay, well, now that we know how poinsettias are grown and live and how we're to care for them and and, and many other things. Look out for Pythium. Yes, Pythium, the the disease that hates Christmas. Um, I got some facts. Yes. So let's go through. Did you know, and I, I meant to ask Roger this, but... The poinsettia was named after Carly. You have, I want to guess who the poinsettia was named after. Not really. A, fr- I have no a Franciscan guesses. priest. No, the U.S. ambassador to Mexico, Joel Roberts Poinsett. Interesting. Who introduced the flower to the United States. Wow. Uh, in 1825. What they didn't call it anything before 1825. That's why I want to. What did they call? What was it called before that? <laughs> that red weed. Probably. <laughs> Probably that red weed. <laughs> Um, I already shared that the a, a fifty pound found pound child would have to eat five hundred plants to get a sick to get sick. A what pound child? <laughs> a fifty pound child. Okay, I got thought it. it was leaves, not plants. Yeah, you're right. It's leaves. Okay, just you know, I want to be clear. Should a fifty pound child want to try? <laughs> really mess that one up. That's good. So yeah, get those facts straight. I already covered the ten <laughs> to fifteen feet. Uh, there are hundred varieties of poinsettias. Thirty five million are made are sold in the U.S every year um oh and michigan ranks seventh in the nation in poinsettia production and roger i'm sure is a large contributor to that Our christmas spirit sure. is high in michigan so as we before we wrap this up uh, obviously this episode is coming to you a couple of weeks before christmas but i did want to ask nikki and anna to share <laughs> uh what today is we talked about point uh, poinsettia day is the 12th but what is what is today today is a dull day for me and anna <laughs> And what that means, Anna is dancing in front of her <laughs> microphone. Adele, the singer, and we have 
been chosen. Is that a disease you get in your roots? Adele. Adele. I, got a, I got a bad case of Adele. I mean, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> anyway, we are we have been chosen to try and get tickets to her Vegas You've show. You've been it chosen. You make it sound like <laughs> it's literally we have, right, Anna? Yeah, we have been chosen. We had to go through so many steps to be were to get inter- to this point. Did you have to interview for this? I had to be a verified fan. Were Were you here yesterday afternoon, Matt, when no, this happened? I I he not. was gone. When he the entire gone. office exploded in a fit of screaming <laughs> and <laughs> mid conference call, I with my door closed, I just sorry. hear shouting oh, from down the sorry. hall. What do you mean verified? Like, what was the vetting process? What What do you, What happened? So what happened is. Um, she has her Adele account and then it's like her new album has its own account. It's like Adele all access. And so they give you the details about upcoming shows and whatnot. So it was like, you have to become a verified fan before December 3rd or something like that. And then, and then we got cued into, okay, if you ever want to get a ticket to her Vegas residency, then you have to put your name in before this time. And then you might be chosen you have to choose. You have to choose four show dates, and then you might be chosen to buy t- tickets for that show. But it's not guaranteed. So Anna and I both put in our personal email address and our Rush account email address. Which and out one, of those four, one? my personal yeah. one. <laughs> I like how she calls it a residency. Like she's a doctor. Like she's gonna go. Like all artists call it a residency. Is that what they're not going anywhere? Yeah, because just because they're gonna live in Vegas for four months. Yeah, it's not a tour. They're a resident. Ah, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's what they Caesars. call it. And they make hundreds of millions of dollars. Yep. They're gonna go, it's going to be expensive. Loaded. What's she worth? She's got to be worth a lot. Oh, I don't even know. I'll Google it. Whatever it is, she earned it. More than Sam Mendes. <laughs> Did you know he's from Sam, Canada? Sam, you mean Sean? Sean. <laughs> Where's Sam? Sean Mendes. Where's Sam Mendes from? <laughs> he's the, he's a James Bond director, right? Didn't he direct one of the James Bond movies? Oh, boy. I don't know. He's a famous director. 200 million, it says. That's it? Dang. Yeah. Apparently, I'll take it. I would think she'd be worth more than that. This but. is our first album. In yeah, five Max years. Scherzer's. Yeah. This is on yeah, November nineteenth that they said this. Okay, so we got Roger from Ireland. We got Adele from England. We got Sam Mendez from Sean. Sean Mendez from, from Canada. From Hoboken. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sam. Sam. Anyway. I just want to say this is very special for me in particular because I was going to go to the Britney Spears residency in Vegas, and then her dad canceled it. <laughs> because he was imprisoning her. Was this in yeah. 1996? No, she recently had a, a residency in oh. Vegas. But her dad's still canceling things for her? Not yeah, anymore. you haven't heard about this? Oh. Free Britney? Britney's been you know, free. You know about Free Britney. I know that she there was that guy that cried. <laughs> that was so long ago. He was like, leave <laughs> Britney alone. That was like that a was, decade that ago. Britney. That was a while ago. Or more. Yeah. It's a long time ago. Nick. Is, she, yeah. is she putting her residency back on track now that her dad's off out of the picture? I don't know. Um, I think she's probably just enjoying her freedom at this time. She wants okay. to have a baby, so probably not. Okay. She hasn't called us recently and updated <laughs> us on her life. So, so you're saying so, the, so this is filling in. Adele is stepping in for Britney Spears? For now, yeah. Clean up artist. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited. So I, but hold on. I'm still a little lost. Okay. So, so you are, do you have tickets? Not yet. We're probably jinxing it right now. <sighs> she okay. gets to enter into the link at 4 p.m. I got a text. So I got an email saying that I was selected. Then later at night, I got a text message with a link where I go to purchase the tickets. And then I got another text with a code to use to even get into that link. 
So is there a chance you can get into the link and then the, All you'll, the be, you'll be too too late? There is, but everybody has a four ticket limit. So I'm presumably they, they wouldn't would... be inviting more people than they have tickets right, for. Right, right. So I'm I would hope that I could. What get what in. was what did Robert do when you screamed when you got the second text message last night with your link? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't scream when I got it. I was just like, oh, I got it, and I think I texted Ava. <laughs> I really wish I would have been. Yeah, you that. really missed it. You did. I'm sure we were very obnoxious. Sorry, Nick. I no, it's fun. Well, this is great. This is a great way to end the Christmas episode. Yeah. It's a Christmas it's miracle. It's like a gift. Yeah. There is one more caveat though. What? Our date is April Fool's Day. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're like, I really hope it's not um, a joke. But you picked April Fool's Day. Well, I I picked four dates, and that was one. And that's. <laughs> you're gonna get there. Thing. She's like taking Friday the first Just off. <laughs> So who, who's going with you? Anna, and that's it. Oh, you're just buying two tickets? <laughs> that's it. No, I think I might buy two tickets for us and two tickets to sell later. Because that's what mega fans do. They sell out. Believe so me. if anyone listening that's wants two Adele tickets, so if you want Adele tickets for April 1st, let me know. That's risky because you in Vegas, gonna, these, these tickets aren't going to be cheap, I'm guessing. No, no. And you're going to fly to Vegas. You're going to spend the weekend and then you're going to run the risk of having sold those two tickets to losers who you have to sit. next. No, to. Matt, I'm not going to do that. You are not listening to me. The plan is that Anna and I are getting two tickets for ourselves. So they're going to be kick ass tickets that are close to Adele. Right. And then far away, but oh, not total oh, nosebleed. So I'm going to just choose like two cheaper tickets. Oh, okay. So that, you don't have to just like pick four right by each other. You're in the, you right. Can, you and then in pre-sale, they'll probably, yeah, we'll get as much as what we spent. So on you, the know good this, ones. you know, this is how this works. You know that when the link comes in that you can just go pick. And I choose. don't. Okay. Well, nice planning. We don't even know but, how much the tickets cost yet. No, is. I was trying to Google and figure it out, but I don't know. Well, you don't get to be worth $230 million by selling there's tickets. there are guesses that her average ticket price is three hundred and seventy three dollars. <laughs> Just buy and, the CD and top tier. What's a CD? What's a CD? <laughs> What's a CD? That was a Carly question. Just I own CDs. CDs weren't dead. I don't yeah. own Before them anymore. Just Spotify. I have a bin of them in my parents' basement along with a boombox. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So we'll find out soon. We'll, well, well. Next episode. Next episode. We'll know if you're going right and where your seats are. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You'll know that we are going and we got really good seats. <laughs> okay. So it's Christmas time. So our new, for our new year's episode, actually, yeah. Our next episode comes out right before Christmas, but okay. we should know by I then. thought this was our Christmas episode. Well, this is our Christmas themed episode, but the, the calendar was kind of funky this year because our podcast is supposed to actually come out on Christmas day. Um, but Christmas uh, day is a Saturday. It is. Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Were you looking at 2021? Maybe I was looking at the wrong year. <laughs> Wait, or 2021? This is so one is supposed to come out this Thursday. I I honestly I apparently don't know. And then the next one would be the 23rd, the oh, okay. day before Christmas Eve. Okay, well then we're good. Never mind. So when is this one coming out? This one's coming out in two days, Roger. We're coming out. So the... what will? Never mind. So we got now that we have. What's another... our next podcast? <laughs> Tune now? in. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> like... it is it is Nikki and Anna go to go to Vegas. It's okay. not till April. Oh my God! Should we like have? Hi, it's Nikki and Anna in front of Adele. We can call uh, in. To our we can call in. <laughs> we got to figure that out. Okay, so for uh, Nikki and Nick, Anna, Carly, Joe, this has been Matt, uh, Stephanie, and and Laura aren't with us today, but we want to wish everyone a, a wonderful holiday season. Uh, Merry Christmas! Want to thank Roger for Roger McGahey, the horticulturist, the 
the poinsettia king of west michigan uh from calling in uh and and educating us on all things plants so from that it's the cold oatmeal podcast and we'll talk to you next time happy chinooka i have no idea what chinooka is but happy chinooka because they said so you don't have to wait till christmas day to bring your christmas cheer you can make believe it's christmas day any day in the year you don't have to be a santa claus cause he's just a man like you and santa's got more work than any one man can do you don't have to be a santa claus Christmas comes around, but if you would be a Santa Claus, you'd know the joy he's found, you'd discover what it means if you'd reach down in your jeans and have a turkey on the table. Someone who's not able You don't have to wait Till Christmas Day To bring your Christmas cheer You can make believe It's Christmas Day Any day in the year You don't have to be a Santa Claus Cause he's just a man like you Santa's got more work than any one man